I love how you share now. <laughs> Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hetty coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel to every corner of the earth. The gospel saves, redeems, and in the world that we have today, people need Jesus. Hamas <laughs> yes. needs Jesus. The Israelis need Jesus. We all need Jesus. The so. Jews need Jesus. The Jews need Jesus. Everybody. There isn't a person who doesn't need Jesus. So I need Jesus. So we hope you find resources there um, that are of benefit to you. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. And if this ministry blesses you in any way, please uh, partner with us and click the Donate Now button. Yes. And while you're watching, please uh, comment. Let us know what it is that you're thinking about the devotional. If there's anything that comes to mind. Is there um, a comment you may have about our commentary on what it is that uh, God is telling us? They have a comment on our commentary. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and anything else we want to talk about? If you have any questions for us about where we got our fine clothing. <laughs> what shirt are you wearing? It says, the right to defend. defend. Oh, okay. Yes, I want to make sure I'm wearing this when I kill the terrorist when he comes to our front door. No terrorists at our front door. <laughs> Though it does remind me of those prophetic dreams I had. I got a couple surprises for you. You're really going to enjoy these oh, things that I, okay. that I have going on here. Um, uh, what I also want to remind you to do is look down in the description, wherever you're watching this, and you should see our sponsors. And one of those is LifeWise, uh, some great supplements for you for different things. One of them is to get uh, to help you get to sleep, which Hedia really loves. You were busy <laughs> taking those last night. In the middle of the night, yeah. it's a little hard to open the little packets, but I figure them out. <laughs> yeah, because they're little strips that you put on your tongue and it yeah. dissolves and it goes to the receptors that are underneath your tongue and on the roof of your mouth and goes to work right away. It is a benefit of uh, getting uh, our products over, um, you know, your normal ones. And then it, it doesn't make you groggy the next day. And so we love that. Uh, and again, in addition to other supplements that they have and then StreamYard. That's the product that we are using right now to StreamYard, to StreamYard, to stream to you live. And so uh, if you want to try it for free, you go to GetStreamYardNow.com, GetStreamYardNow.com. They just came out with some new features and um, uh, many of those come out when uh, you'll be able to use once you, uh, you know, purchase it. But uh, in the live version, you'll be able to use a lot of the features that uh, make it easy to use and fantastic and very professional. Awesome. All right. And we're going to be reading from Matthew 25, yeah, 25, 19 through 30. 20, uh, Matthew 25, parable. 19 through 30. And so anything else happening? Well, we haven't been on in a while. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Sorry, yeah. everyone who thought we disappeared. Yeah, our schedule has changed dramatically. Yes. And so uh, those of you... Recalibrate. Yeah, those of you that are used to seeing us in the evening... You may have to also get used to seeing us during the day because, <laughs> uh, you know, when I first started the devotional for about a year or two years, it was during the day it was, in the morning, uh, in the morning. Uh, but um, then because of uh, our marriage yes. and taking the kids to school and a whole bunch of other stuff, we decided, let's try this at night. And now our world has been turned upside down. Yes. And so we may be, <laughs> may be back to doing a lot of these during the day. It's just the way. Uh, God has decided to um, to take us. Yes, and we get different audiences sometimes based on morning or day. So yeah. that's always neat too. Yeah. So we have some comments coming in. We have Iris saying hey, hi to ladies. everyone. Lisa hi, Wood. 
Well, it feels like we haven't been together in a long time. Sorry. And we're sorry Cindy about that. Joy Hauser, whatever name she decides to be using today. Okay. Oh, the other thing is we are on Facebook. We're back on Facebook. We had a little glitch there for a little while. Right. You know, really, the devil has been kind of busy with us. He Everybody, he's busy with the world right now. <laughs> so why would he be so busy with us? Why leave because us alone? Just, no, because we're just one pee, pee in the pod of the people he'd like to derail. I'm not sure if I want to be a pee in the pod. Hey, Jan, nice to see you. Hi, Jan. Good to see you too. Um, yeah, it is kind of wild what has been going on. So, uh, well, because um, the folks at Real Life Network asked if we did a special show, um, which we will announce as well, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Andy's got a cool graphic for that on uh, on the war and he says to me and I was like oh thank you for asking we're you know we'd love to do one and he's like okay he's like you're an important voice in this fight and I was like oh <laughs> wow I've been so marred in homeschooling I didn't think of myself as a as an important voice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it made me think like wow okay maybe that's why the devil's attacking us because I'm so busy with geometry I can't think of the war in yeah. Israel yeah, but so we're gonna definitely. do it. Yeah, devil is definitely busy with the world. Yes, and, and we're in it. We're in it. <laughs> Apparently, um, and so oops. See, Iris has been attacked too. Oh, yeah, it's been bad everywhere. Everybody feels the heaviness. I mean, we're about to enter like World War Three. So yeah, it'll be fun. Um, all right. So, are you ready to read from the devotional? Yes. Here we go. It's called a video break. That's really cool. So you don't have to do the whole and Tozier says. No. Like reading from page to. No. Oh, awesome. I no, like that. I'm just going to start reading from now I on. Like, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Godliness is not valued. Matthew 25, 21 says, his, his Lord said unto him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou has been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. After more than 30 years of observing the religious scene, I have been forced to conclude that saintliness and church leadership are not often synonymous. Wow. <clears throat> Were the church a pure and spirit-filled body, wholly led and directed by spiritual considerations, Certainly the purest and the saintless, saintliest men and women would be the ones most appreciated and most honored. But the opposite is true. Godliness is no longer valued, except for the very old and the very dead. <laughs> the Christ-like, the self-forgetting, the otherworldly are jostling, jostled aside to make room for the latest con converted playboy, who is usually not too well converted and still very much a playboy. I find that hysterical. <coughs> Sorry. The wise Christian will be content to wait for that day. In the meantime, he will serve his generation in the will of God. If he should be overlooked in the religious popularity con contest, he will give it but small attention. He knows whom he is trying to please, and he is willing to let the world think what it will of him. 
He will not be around much longer anyway. And where he is going, men will be known not by their Hooper rating, but the holiness of the character. Oh, Lord, help me to focus on holiness of character, whether I'm valued by people or not. Amen. Amen. So what is the, do you know what the Hooper rating is? I have no idea what the Hooper, not by rating, the Hooper is. rating I wonder, is, is that like a restaurant or a, uh, at the time? Where it looked, Who looked knows? In the early 1900s. A restaurant? The Hooper no, rating. I mean, it's, it's the men, it's a rating of people. I'm thinking yeah. it's like a who's who. Oh, like yeah. a top top 100 of right. executives type of thing. That's what I was thinking. Oh, or the most eligible bachelor. Is that Hooper magazine? Honey, I have no idea. <laughs> That's way before my time. <laughs> yeah, or reading the devotional, I'm far more concerned about what a Hooper rating is than what God thinks of, uh, of men who decide that they want to be a playboy. Yeah. <laughs> So what is the um, what is the what is the most pressing thing that you get from this devotional today? Well, interestingly enough, I was listening to a podcast about this very thing, literally at dinner before I came home. Hmm. And the problem, I loved the arguments. It was by this uh, gentleman. It's called uh, the Cooper Cooper something. Um, he's a lead singer of Skillet. And who knew he was so religious? But he's very conservative. And he was uh, reading about this article that was saying what the bleep has happened to Christian music. And um, <laughs> it was referring to a number of uh, like um, singers that have come out recently with girls twerking on their music videos. And a Christian? Yes, yes, dropping F-bombs. And, and so this, some of this guy writes an article um, and he's just like, okay, what happened? Like. I stayed quiet. I wasn't going to say anything, but you guys are like making a mockery of Christian music. And the response was, you guys are old fashioned. You're just Pharisees. You don't understand. You don't know how to reach people. <clears throat> and this is how we reach the lost. They have to be able to relate. And we want to be authentic about our walk with Christ. And the response, this guy was quite intelligent because he's like, first of all, we are supposed to emulate Christ. And he's like, well, Christ sat with the sinners. Yes, Christ sat with the sinners, but he didn't sin with the sinners. Right. So he saved murderers and prostitutes, but he didn't do so by prostituting. You or know what I mean? Mur or murdering. Or murdering. Yes. So it was, it was remaining pure and holy and people being attracted and gravitating to that other way. And I don't think any of that has changed because when you look at Mary Magdalene, you know, with the seven demons and all of the men that she had slept with and the drinking and the debauchery, I, that's no no different than what, would, what people are struggling with mm -hmm. now. So why would you have to emulate them in order to bring people to Christ? The second argument was, uh, you people, we're no, nobody can be as holy as Jesus. We're more like Peter. And he's like, Peter? Wait a minute. You're you're willing to take up a sword and cut off an ear of a soldier who comes to attack your faith? He's like, you don't know anything about Peter. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like Peter wasn't some drunk idiot that was carousing around with women. He was just intense. You know what I mean? And his and his and his he had an intense passion that was unbridled. And he's like, you guys couldn't hold a candle to Peter. <laughs> and so I was thinking to myself that this is exactly what this is. 
was happening that's been happening in the church for decades is that we've allowed it and I was listening to this other podcast today between Driscoll and Mike Signorelli because Signorelli has a new movie out that Mike that Pastor Driscoll's in the hmm. movie um, about revival. And so they also say it started with the Seekers Church movement back in the 70s, where they were just kind of like, just make Jesus lovable and let's let everybody like Jesus. And and they kind of watered it down and watered it down to the point where now people are like, listen, I gotta be authentic about my walk. And I struggle with lust, and so I might as well talk about it. I don't know what you think. Without stopping. Yeah, without stopping lusting or yeah. without, yeah. Without. <laughs> yeah, like he says, it's exactly what Tozer says. He says it's the latest playboy that's not so far reformed and is still a playboy. Right. Like, how is that giving anybody hope that they can leave that lifestyle and find better? This is so odd. It? it even has to be a discussion. It reminds me of my discussion at the at the school board meeting that we have to talk about that parents should be notified when their children are doing something out of the ordinary. Right. Something that's not quite, you know, normal for them in particular. Right. Like we have to have this discussion. Like the 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 the, the great thing <clears throat> that I've shared many times about becoming a Christian is the putting aside the old man and trying to bury it right. and the struggle of that old man Wah. coming back to life once in a while <laughs> and go, no. And then, you know, yeah. uh, did you see the video I sent you? It was an Instagram, I think where the chiropractor, I don't know if it's a chiropractor. I have no idea. It's a quack doctor. He puts a towel on the back of the lady's neck and she, he hits it with a hammer. He's trying to knock her vertebrae back into, you oh, that? Yeah, yeah, uh, you know. and she's like screaming in pain. <laughs> it's, it's a real video. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, that's, that just reminded me of that's I tried to, to get out like, old dead man go away it's a fantastic video I can't wait till you see it um but um that is the beauty of being born again yeah absolutely. and it's actually the fun part about it because you get to see um you actually get to see yourself where you didn't normally see yourself right in many ways and i think that's so valuable so again just back to my original point was that i just find it so odd that people are going well we can uh, you know I, I can watch porn as long as it has you know uh, christians walk. in it's, it yeah, I'm, a, I'm authentic <laughs> i'm just being authentic <laughs> i still struggle with this yeah yeah like, well you're just gonna keep struggling with it if you don't want to fight it no wow yeah it's it's bizarre. He goes, this Cooper dude, he goes off. He's so irate in this, in this video. Mm. He just, he hammers the point home in, in 101 ways. Um, Iris, it is called Cooper Stuff. Cooper Stuff is the name of the podcast. Mm. And it's called The Rot in Christian Music is the podcast. And I, and I got to tell you, I'm not a snob when it comes to Christian music. I am a huge fan of Christian music. And but the thing is, is and he particularly pointed to Dante and Judah, two of whom I was a huge fan of. And then he mentioned uh, that Dante had separated from Maverick and that people have some things that they say that they get upset about Maverick, but they didn't explain why Dante left Maverick. Dante then, was in the band when we saw them. Yes. In uh, Costa Mesa. Yes. 
And he said, Dante's video is the one with scantily clad women twerking in it. And he was just like, hmm? <laughs> Uh-oh. And I think this is all just going to get worse. As we get you know, closer and closer to the end times, things just get worse and worse. Yeah, well, that's the the you know the problem with the with so many churches today is that they they just feel like they have to bring the world into the sanctuary in order to to be able to be effective in filling the seats. And I'll tell you for sure, I did not go to Jesus to find the world. No, I was perfectly capable of finding the world without him. So I did not go to him to find it for sure. Pretty soon they're gonna have a bar in the, you know, instead of the coffee shop that they have in churches, they'll have a bar. Well, didn't you say a friend of yours went to a worship concert was mad they didn't serve alcohol? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like we were okay. impressed when we went to a worship concert and the alcohol bar was closed. Yeah. You know, but some people are like, wait, you can't buy a beer when you go to a concert? And I'm like, yeah, this is supposed to be We're worshiping God. Yeah. <laughs> You're not to be worshiping the toilet bowl later after <laughs> the concert. Oh, we won't drink that much. <laughs> yeah, you still got to drive home. Yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, this is a little bit wild. You know, but uh, I'm so glad you watched that or listened to that podcast because uh, it's so relevant to what it is Isn't we're talking it? about today. It's so crazy. Uh, let's see what scripture has to say. Is this the right one? Yes. So we are talking about the parable of the talents. Remember the master gives each of his servants 10, five, and one talent. And this is the result. So after a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents, and that's a unit of measurement, kind of like a bag of silver, came and brought five other talents saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents and look, I've gained five more besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, you good and faithful servant. You were faithful with a few, and I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. I have gained two more besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter the joy of your Lord. And then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and I went and I hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. His Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed. And yet you have ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received my own with bank. I had received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to those who has 10. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So this parable actually freaks me out a little because my overachieving type A personality says, <gasps> what? is the standard for multiplying the talents you've been given. And I take the talents to mean like your talents, your treasure. So your intellect, your goodwill, your resources, your money, your family, your time, your, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whatever it may be, like what, at what point, you see, I, I used to worship a false God that was very demanding. So I still struggle with that. But what is he, what, 
will qualify as well done, my good and faithful servant. That you just don't sit on, and we'll use the word talents, meaning what it is that we can do right. uh, to bring uh, people closer to God. That we, if we can like speak, speak, if we can teach, teach, if we can sing, we sing worship, um, that we just don't hold back and uh, and just never share them, that we just bury them. I know, but like how many? Like all the, of our talents. The fact that we, the fact that we won't do the homeless event. <laughs> Why are you bringing that up? Andy and I are really struggling, folks. We've got this moral dilemma. I don't know about the rest of you, but it really. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but see, that's the kind of thing that throws me off. Like, oh, like wait, I should have been. Maybe I need to do X, Y, and Z more. Mm -hmm. For him to be like, oh, Hedia, now you've knocked it out of the park. Wow. Let's see. Let's go, let's go to a few comments here. Uh, Satan. Is the master of deception from the pulpit to the masses. Yes. Amen. Sorry. Just getting through what some of this. I, I, I just read this parable <laughs> today in my daily devotional. <laughs> oh, how cool is that? And Iris said she thought about that too. Which thing? Which is like how much is enough? <laughs> oh. Like what is it what what will qual what will qualify as well done, my good and faithful servant? I, I always feel that it's just and this is one of the things I've been talking to the kids about, is that you end the day exhausted. <laughs> if you end the day exhausted, you don't have to do it every day. You know, you need to take a weekend off and enjoy life and that kind of stuff. But you, it, it, there's nothing wrong with just you giving it your all, you know, during those days when you're doing it. Like give work your all, your school your all, your sports your all. Um, it's just give it all. But then by the time you come become our age, and this is the other thing I'm telling them, is that you're seeing, uh, and, and we, we work hard. Right. Yes. <laughs> but to the kids, I still think they look at us like they go, well, you guys go to restaurants and you look Leisure pretty well. You get to go to Beverly Hills and meet, uh, you know, Steve Hilton and, and Larry Elder, that kind of stuff. And I know that they their perception. Is that we have a it's easy going. But that's after you went to Syria and got shot at and had to hide in the truck. It's after I had to get into a couple of gun battles out in the street and I've had to fight people and break people's arms, yeah. get bit, get spit on, get horrible names for decades, get bit yes. by police dogs, um, wake up at ungodly hours and work all day until I came back at about the same hour that I left the house. Yes. Um, and, and now they're reaping the benefits of, of that hard work. And so trying to uh, explain that to them. But, it, but we did. I mean, we, we did spend uh, our efforts and our time. It was not for God at the time. It was. But that's my point. Yeah. So even if we come home exhausted, if it's our kids are our first ministry. So I, I definitely believe that um, God honors that um, because we have so many small children. Mm -hmm. You know, they're under 18 years old and they're our responsibility. But sometimes I look because, you know, a lot of, you know, I am now a homeschool parent. So like all my other responsibilities have fallen by the wayside. I am now dealing with geometry and science and tutors. And yes. And so the other day I so I was thinking, I was like, Lord, I know you will challenge and stretch us no matter what job we take. And so I wonder if 
this is just what's behind door number two because I chose door number two. Because mm. if you hear people talk about people in full-time ministry, they're exhausted all the time too. You know, just the demands of the church, the all the things um, you're doing. <laughs> Not totally distracted. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all the things that you're doing for your family, and then you get, and then. And then the ministry, whatever job we do or we focus on, there's challenges in them. And it makes you wonder, because you see people in full-time ministry who have neglected their families. And they say, um, and they're like, wow, you know, I spent so much time at the church. My family has suffered. My mm -hmm. child is wayward. Uh, my marriage is breaking. Um and, but that's always remembering that our home is our first church. Right. And so I think that's what God has definitely inspired both of us. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, you do like focus on these kids and your marriage. And because, you know, we're, we're technically still newlyweds. We're just two years in, you know. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I want to go back to, um, I think it was All Lisa. The way back up there. Lisa answered the question about. Oh. The C.E. Hooper Company was an American company which measured radio and television ratings during the golden age of radio. Oh, kind of like the Nelson ratings. Yes. Very cool. Thank mm -hmm. you, Lisa. It provided uh, information on the most popular radio shows of the era. Yeah, it makes total sense. I wasn't that far off. I thought it was like a restaurant rating. But, yeah. Okay. Just... Just saying, just saying, Schnooks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, as Cindy's saying, if she has to end the day exhausted, then she was definitely winning because she right. is constantly exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa says, I try to do the simple things like Barry McGuire suggests. Everyone you meet, bring them a little closer mm. to Jesus. And that can be exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know, but it could be exhausting because it, it's... Um, in the in the few times that we start a conversation, I mean, the lady that I met when you didn't come to church on that particular day, we were having home school or home church, and then, and then she came and she yeah, got uh, you know the devil pushed out of her and she got yeah. healed for the most part um, while she was here. I mean, that was a, an entire day uh, out of just saying hi. But it was huge. What, can I can I pray for you? And well. My biggest problem, Lisa, is that when I am absorbed in in chaos, I find that hard to do. Mm. And I remind myself that I am <laughs> like I was at the acupuncturist today and she said to me, you have anything fun planned for this weekend? And the easiest response would have been nothing special. <laughs> But I felt like the Lord was prompting me, mention home church, you know? And I was like, well, I have this home church. And then I had to go on to this. And I'm like, I really just want to leave right now. Mm. But I did it. Yeah. I did. She's like, oh, that sounds cool. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's in the Yorba Linda. You're welcome to come. She's like, oh, thank you. So it was just like Lisa saying, just kind of just dropping little little mm. hints. But when you're when you're stressed, it's hard to do that. And that's um, that's unfortunate. Because yeah. we should do that as often as we can. Because that's how God's also blessing us, not just them. Yes. Yeah. 
uh, Kate says, I think it's doing well with the gifts he has given us, being faithful with what you have in your hands and striving to do more can frustrate your peace and impose guilt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cindy, I need to rest well. Yes. Me too, Cindy. Rest and meditation. Rest and meditation, extremely important. We had that. <laughs> we were talking yesterday about that. I don't yeah. believe people really do that. Don't really meditate? Yeah. Or they don't really rest? I don't think people, they say, oh, I meditate. I'm not saying that Cindy doesn't. Cindy <laughs> is probably the one person that does. But uh, I just think I, I find it so impossible to do that. Oh, that's the problem. I got to learn how to do that. I just, I cannot not think about I mean, I'll think, dear God, in my head, dear God, you know, I just need the help. And I go, oh, man, did I forget to take out the trash cans? <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe I'll go to the gym later on. And and, and, I, and, I, and I forget how I started. Yep. And let's make a deal. Yeah, let's make a deal. I like that, ours. <laughs> And Lisa says, I remember that being a single parent of three children, what you mean by an enormous amount of chaos. Every day you do the best you can and take God with you. Tomorrow always comes. The Lord's mercies are new every day. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> All right. So I have a little graphic here that I'm going to play, and that's going to prepare us for the second part of the show, unless you, there's something else you want to talk specifically about the devotional. No. And the uh, what are we doing scripture. Now? Well, I'll just play this because this will set us up for the end of the show. Okay. Are you ready? Please comment with your prayer request friends or others. In a moment, we will pray as a church. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You have to make a cool voice that says the thing for people that are on the podcast. Yeah, they can hear it. That's why I put it there oh, and they not can hear over it? there. Yeah. How this, do we hear it? You know, they can hear me talking on the microphone. Oh, right. No, that's what I'm saying. So every time you will read it. Yes. Okay. Yes. I can record my voice, but I just. That way when you press it, it'll just. Yeah, I don't have to. I can stretch yeah. and. I actually really wanted to make an intro. An intro into the prayer? No, an intro into the video so I don't repeat the same things and. You know, just make a cool intro. Oh. My Remnant Radio guys do that. Oh. Welcome to the Remnant Radio. But You know what I mean? Yeah, we can do that too. We'll just well, be we... mostly intros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we have these in-depth uh, working sessions while you guys are on the podcast with us. So, um, uh, Hedy was talking about we were asked to do a special tomorrow. So, we're going to do yeah. a very special um, uh, Living Fearless show. And it is going to be, um, the Living Fearless special is going to be on Islamic terror and the, oh, I got two thus, and the Israel-Hamas war. Yes. I got to take out one of my thus. Uh, that's tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So we will be talking about um, Islamic terror. Yes. And the war that is currently happening. I got a few things that I really want to talk about tomorrow and uh, would love your, your input uh, from a... The perspective of being Muslim, uh, formerly Muslim, form formerly a Muslim. Um, so I think that will be a good time for us to to have this little talk. Yeah, it's all kind of you know the Lord does this to me often. Like I, for the past day or so, has been shooting thoughts at me, and they're all kind of scattered. Hmm. Um, and I'm trying to pull them together because it is 
there's a there's a thread here that runs um and people have compared it. I'm not going to do a scholarly exegesis on how close we are to Ezekiel 37, 38 or um, end times in Matthew 24. I want to come at it from, you know, helping people understand what Muslims may be thinking and especially what jihadi Muslims are thinking and the way Middle East powers operate, um, just so they understand the perspective of Egypt and Qatar and Saudi as compared to countries like Iran or Erdogan and Turkey that may have completely different motives than um, the king in Saudi. They operate differently, Yeah, very, very differently. I see some similarities between what is happening uh, with what's happening here in the United States too. Uh, and so we'll talk about that just a little bit. Cool. In regard to hatred. Hatred yes. is, uh, is a big driver of this whole thing. Yes. And hatred is causing us uh, uh, a lot of issues here. So I think that's really important. Um, did you have a chance to... Oh, go ahead. Did you see that BLM thing that came out as a Trump supporter? The founder of BLM came out as a supporter of Trump and the J6 guys? It's very random. <laughs> the founder, yes, the founder of BLM says that he was never Marxist. That's the other faction. He's BLM Incorporated. And that he was never a Marxist, and J6 uh, prisoners are part of the resistance, and they should be looked upon as part of the resistance against government oppression. And he's a huge Trump supporter. I was like, they, wow. wow, wow, folks, this is not getting any crazier than when those two sides get confused. I just saw so, a pig fly out that window. Yeah, right now. I'm telling you. What? Yeah. Well, that kind of goes along with what I was going to ask you if you watched today's Tucker episode. On, I did. Uh, on <laughs> that uh, the George Floyd uh, murder was not a murder. Which, and I'm not again, surprised because the same that. with the kid, the Minneapolis kid that was the first uproar. It wasn't uh, that he had shot first or he no. had a weapon or. No, the kid did. Like that it was a justified shooting. Hmm. Um, but it was a huge uproar first. But I think by the time we got to George Floyd, everyone was like, okay, we're not, we just got to pretend that this was what they yeah, thought it was. Everybody's got to pretend. Yeah. And uh, it, it wasn't anything like that. And so it turns out that a, uh, I think it's the, um, the assistant to the coroner, um, they both agreed that it wasn't a homicide and that it did not fit what the news was, was uh, selling everybody. And what and is she suing it, about now? She's suing her boss because... Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's you know, that's how all this stuff always comes out. It's either a, an ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, or oh, an employee, or oh, an employee yeah. <laughs> who, while they were employed, was was all for it because they wanted to keep their job. But then they got pissed off, let's just say, right. and uh, they go, "All right, well, I'm going to tell them what what actually happened." Yep, it it wasn't a murder, and uh, it, we just stuck with it because the because the narrative at, at that time was that it had to be a murder. Yep, or else we were going to be you know, looked at as bad people. So, wow. Um, yeah, it's just so, so interesting. Um, which uh, one? I just click them. Okay. Uh, Lisa's <laughs> I just know which one. I find a great way to meditate is by reading a psalm. Yes, very good idea. Uh, Cindy said, I really want to hear your special to see what um, time that is in Central Standard Time. Lots of commitment to activities tomorrow. May have to watch the replay. No problem, Cindy. Is that going to be like 3 o'clock? It'll Central? be 3 o'clock Central. Yeah. Yep. 
hate is the undercurrent of it all. Yeah, demonic. Satan's hatred of man. Satan is always trying, is, is always working to hurt us yeah. and our Lord. Um, Cindy's saying she's frustrated she hasn't heard from her relatives in Tel Aviv. Oh, we oh, will add them no. to the prayer list. I didn't know you had relatives there, Cindy. Um, definitely uh, pray for them before we sign off today. Yeah. Kate says. That's exactly how I feel, Kate. Kate says, I just feel heavy inside with all the deception that's going on. It's exactly what it is. I keep telling Andy, Andy got this weird sickness where he was like sleepy and then not sleepy and then froggy and nauseous and then it would headaches. go away and come back and yeah. headaches. And I feel like I have the same thing and then I can't feel, I can't decide whether it's like a spiritual heaviness or it's a physical ailment. But yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. a lot of darkness right now. Today was the first day in probably three weeks that I haven't, didn't have to take a nap. Right. Yeah, it, it hit me hard. I, I I heard somewhere, and again, this could have been like in a dream. Oh, I had a really bad dream last night. It was, I don't even want to know what my dream was last night. Oh, no. Um, but um, that somebody said there, there was a different strain of COVID that was created right. that was uh, not like the other COVIDs. And it surely felt uh, just so unusual because we were so tired. I had really bad headache for several days, which is un unlike me. I don't get headaches very often. Um, but that tiredness was just crazy. So weird. It was debilitating. It really is. Yeah. So, so crazy. Um, prayers for medical staff for me and prayers medical for oh, medical, medical stuff. Stuff, like, I said staff. Yeah. Children and grandchildren. Okay. And praying for Cindy. <laughs> we can't quit watching the news. No. No. It, it, so that's what I was going to end up saying. Um, love, <laughs> love the naps. Um, I, um, because of the deception, I mean, you can't even watch Fox. Of course, we've known that since they fired Tucker and fired a couple of people. That you, well, I do love Jesse Waters, though. He seems to still be kind of trying to hang on, but I, he, there's certain things that he doesn't talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, and like you, they probably won't talk about this George Floyd thing because it's a Tucker thing. Um, but uh, Amir on uh, Telegram, I watch a lot and read his writings and especially watch now. his videos, especially now. And then, uh, you know, Pasobiak has, has gotten to be really good. Yeah, but the guy he had on today was a little bit nutty. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Jack's kind of obsessed with with conspiracy theories. So, and you knew him. I, I know him. I do know know him, uh, but you know him as a kid. A kid. Well, I mean, he just wasn't famous when I knew him. Oh, <laughs> he was just kind of you know out there. He's much more fringe than he is now. He's gotten street cred now. Uh, very good. Um, what did you think about? We haven't been on since I think we met uh, Larry Elder. I think have we, have we been on since he was Steve, awesome. Steve Hilton. I don't think so. I can't remember if we I watched Megan Kelly too. Like oh, Megan Kelly is another good one. Yeah, but um, Steve Bannon. We watched Steve, of course. Uh, I, I love everybody, everybody's, I love Crowder. Everybody's like doom and gloom. It is a I, I it's well, Dan Bongino has really been. He's fire right yeah. now. He's just <laughs> angry and crazy. I love him. Um, I had a point when I started bringing up all these things. Oh, it, it's just that you kind of have to watch. I, no, you don't have to. 
uh, of course, none of you have to, but I feel like I have to because I, I get I partake in so many different things. Um, but you have to watch a lot and then kind of bring in cool. the the truth. And then you also have to wait. Yes. I mean, because something will happen, like the hospital bombing, right? And right when it happened, I'm already thinking, like, why would Israel do that? Uh, and my first thoughts, if they did it, then there obviously was a cache of weapons or they were shooting missiles out uh, of it and that kind of stuff. Which is often the case. And, uh, you know, just like they do, they do that in the schools and things like that. Yeah. And so, but it, there was still just this need to wait. And then in the end, as the uh, Talib and all these, uh, you know, the... The squad is going off and all these universities are going off, you know, off the rails with accusing Israel of, you know, killing 500 people in this hospital. You find out that it was uh, obviously a, a, a jihadist uh, group who misfired a missile and it actually only hit a parking lot and the, and the hospital is still there. <laughs> but it's um, and maybe 14, anywhere from 14 to 50 people were killed. Oh. You know, however many people were in the parking lot and maybe, you know, because a concussion from a bomb can harm you from uh, some distance uh, sure. because of uh, the way a bomb actually operate, operates. Uh, a bomb actually doesn't really necessarily burn you up uh, or fry you. It is the uh, the the waves, the bomb the, from the concussion, yes. which it, it, it just scrambles your body. And so it was nothing uh of what the, the even the news uh what i liked about dan Bongino's show today he, he shared a, a a mashup of video of our domestic news all saying israel killed 500 people they um you know it's it, it uh, obviously is on purpose i mean they're saying all these dramatic words with no with no proof right no knowledge and it wasn't not that long afterwards. It was probably less than 24 hours afterwards that they shed video proof and a bunch of other stuff that showed these things didn't happen. So very, very, very unfortunate for that. But you have to wait. You have to kind of go through the different uh, venues that we use to kind of get our news. And I think Pastor Jack Hibbs is right that you you really can't watch any news in the United States, really, any um, of the of the main news channels. To MSN. Get yeah you know those you're not going to get it, it it takes you too long to get to the truth if you ever do right i mean they're still saying january 6th was is worse than 9 11 and pearl harbor put together and yet they had an insurrection just yesterday with the uh with the muslims right? that went in there and took over the capital and they're not all muslims they're just muslim sympathizers <laughs> yeah. well you know one of my favorite things that I, I talk about this a lot is that you have all these green-haired lgbtq yeah, people, those people uh you know uh, protesting against Israel alongside these Muslims who, when eventually they take over, they will kill them. Well, I'll kill you. <laughs> so it's, clueless. It's <laughs> this makes no sense. This world totally makes clueless. no sense. Yeah, they, they have no idea. All right. What's, uh, what's Kate saying? She's agreeing with Megan Kelly. Um, no, it's oh. just making her, what makes us so angry is the marches for the destruction of Israel when no one cried out and marched for them. It's such deception. It's so... You know, what is so upsetting also is that it's so disgusting mm. that they make posters with the parachuters saying free Palestine or save Palestine with those paragliders, knowing full well what those paragliders did. Yep. And I was like, what kind of debased mind glorifies that image? 
Yeah. And yeah. what kind of people support that? Um, and just the the pain I feel for, you know, I have a couple of Israeli friends and they post on social media and they're like, you know, uh, they're posting to their friends. I have a very long memory and just know that I'm I'm watching who's commenting and who's saying what and who's staying silent and how could you stay silent? And and it's true because you got to think about it. You, you shouldn't if you have any voice whatsoever, you shouldn't stay silent. Um, whether you use social media or talking to friends, like the Israeli people need to know that they need our support. And it reminds me of my former co-host, me and Alejandra Bistrian, because she had a huge heart for Israel, something the Lord had given her um, because she didn't have it before. But she said that, you know, based on the scripture of the um, role that the church will play, that Christians will play for the Jews to come to faith, he says that nobody will help them but the believers. And it's so important for us to have a heart for the Jews, um, helping them have an appreciation for Christ because it's going to be extremely important in the last days as they come mm -hmm. by the thousands into faith. And you can see how... Um, we are, we are, we are what stands between the Muslims killing them is literally the Christians. Um, it's, it's, I don't know, it's disturbing. So Kate, I totally agree. These prayer, this prayer. Uh, Lisa, pray for the kids come to faith. Amen. Cindy says she's been watching a musician in Tel Aviv who is doing lives from the from his house for updates. Do you know the um, the name of the uh, musician by chance? Yeah, It'd be very interesting. Uh, and Lisa says she watches Pastor James Cadell Cadell Cadis Cadis is also who she watches and. Iris is asking about Mark Driscoll's Hamas in the End Times last Sunday. Oh, oh so good. <laughs> and what I what I loved about it also was his his Islamic eschatology was correct. I've heard so many sermons recently with very incorrect eschatology, mm -hmm. uh, Islamic eschatology. So uh, Driscoll's was awesome. Yeah, he's been so good lately. So can we pray? We can pray. That's you sure? Good. You yeah. ready? Yeah, I was just waiting for you to give me the yeah. waiting for your direction. Oh, you're the new producer of the show. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, Andrea, closer to Jesus. Now that's an old one. Okay, dear Lord, thank you um, for this opportunity to spend time with your with your wonderful family of believers. Um, the ladies that are on this podcast and anybody who may be listening, Lord, and has a prayer in their heart for their loved ones. Um, Cindy, who has family members in Tel Aviv, in particular, Cheryl Udi and Liat, that she hasn't heard from, Lord. We ask that you um, protect them and uh, that they're able to communicate their well-being to Cindy, Lord, all the people in Israel. Lord, send your heavenly host of angels that guard the territory, for it is your land, Lord. It is it is designated your people and your country, and we know that you protect it, and you will, um, once 
it, it has been reestablished as it is now that they will never again be removed from that landlord. So they're looking for your heavenly protection and most of all, to come to know Jesus Christ as the Messiah, as their savior. Uh, we also want to pray for faith for Lisa's children. And um, of course, as her grandchildren grow up, we ask that for all of our kids that do not yet know you and our grandkids and our loved ones, Lord, that they may come to saving faith for there is no other name on earth or in heaven by which we can be saved, Lord. Um, so we ask for that for all of our family members and loved ones. And for Iris, that she has um, her medical problems solved and that they come with a blessing, um, whatever treatment she is to undergo and praying for her children and her grandchildren, Lord, that they may be blessed and to walk with you and to walk closer with you, Lord. We love you. Thank you for all that you do in and through us. Uh, we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, Lord, and we ask that you bring peace. You bring peace to our hearts and peace to the world and that um, we will see your victory here on earth, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. And those of you in the area are home churches this Sunday. So Yay! Uh, five o'clock Pacific Standard Time. If you're flying here from out of town. <laughs> but we will uh, be at home church here. So um, if you uh, have not been to our home yet for home church, let us know. You are welcome. Yes, uh, most welcome. Just uh, give us a little private uh, message in Facebook, most likely is the Messenger. best place. Messenger, yeah. DM us. Yeah, just let us know that you would like to come. All right, my friends, we love you guys. Take care. God bless. See you tomorrow, okay. hopefully. Yep. Yeah. Bye. Bye.